Savvy Mainline, the podcast. Brought to you by Vaughn Building Company, setting the standard for custom mainline home building. Visit vaughnbuilders.com. I'm Caroline O'Halloran. It's August 2020, and there's a scholar on the spectrum. Regal Noy talked in gibberish and ran around in circles for years. Today, he's a summa cum laude graduate of Radnor High School, just starting his freshman year at the University of Tulsa, where he'll study environmental policy, on a scholarship. You heard that right. Regal's journey from challenged and challenging child on the autism spectrum to standout Radnor student was so improbable, his mother just wrote a book about it. Hello Autism, How to Love, Like, and Learn from Your Special Needs Child. Regal was diagnosed with autism at age three. Initially, I didn't enjoy Regal. I didn't enjoy life with him. It wasn't what I signed up for. I was really disappointed, recalls Teresa Noy, a personal transformation coach and director of the Good Scholars Program and Multicultural Student Initiatives at Eastern University. But everything changed when the Noy's discovered Sunrise, an innovative program that teaches families to meet children with autism where they are, literally. So when Regal, at age three, four, and five, ran in endless circles, his mother did too. If Regal rocked repetitively, so did Teresa. If he stared intently at a blade of grass, Teresa stared right along with him. It sounds bizarre, she says, but it communicates deep acceptance. Instead of being uncomfortable with their son's strange behaviors and trying to stop them, the noise learned to embrace them, to enter into Regal's world, then guide him lovingly into theirs. Intensive parent-led therapy, sometimes 50 hours a week, eventually bore fruit. Regal started making eye contact. Sounds became words that became sentences that made sense. He saw his younger sister, Naya, head off to school and began begging to join her. After two years of intense training and social skills, like sitting at a desk, raising your hand, taking turns, Regal was ready. His parents enrolled him in the fourth grade at Wayne Elementary. From the start, he felt loved and supported in school, Teresa says. Regal worked hard, and to his mom's amazement, classmates started inviting him to their birthday parties. Every parent would say, thank you for bringing Regal to school. Thank you for bringing him into our community. It was so wonderful, Teresa recalls. In eighth grade, Regal ran for student council, and he won. By high school, his singular focus on academics led to stellar grades, selection to the National Honor Society, nomination to the homecoming court, and admission to 10 colleges, many of them with scholarships. He's hardworking, wise, funny, and insightful, and a real rule follower, his mother says. Fired up by issues like climate change and racial injustice, he sees himself as a world changer, she says. His Twitter profile reads, Doing everything people say I can't do with autism. And that singular name? It comes from a line in the Eddie Murphy movie, Coming to America. Regal just fits him, his mom says. Although Regal is well-liked, Teresa says he has no friends. 
I don't have time for friends, Regal would tell his mom. They would distract me from my goals. Despite his many accomplishments, Regal's autism remains obvious. According to his mom, he talks a little loud, makes jerking movements when he's excited, still does air writing, and sometimes talks to himself. But his high school classmates never bullied or belittled him, Teresa says. Not even once. His race, too has never been an issue, and his parents are taking steps to keep it that way. When he became a tall teenager, the noise took Regal to the police station. We wanted to introduce him as a black man, but also as a kid on the spectrum, his mother says. She taught her son not to approach cars too closely to look at their license plates, one of his many fascinations. We also told him he can only talk to himself at home, not walking around Wayne. We said, you're tall, you're black, and some people will be uncomfortable with that. At the University of Tulsa, his mother says, Regal will carry a card that identifies him as a person with autism. He doesn't drive, I'm thankful for that, and we're training him not to leave campus with people he doesn't know and to watch for things, Teresa says. A few weeks ago, 31 cars joined Regal's drive-by graduation party. When I first met Regal, he didn't speak, recalled one well-wisher, Char Nolan. Today he was acting as though he was running for office. Filled my heart with tears. Nolan befriended the noise when Regal was a toddler in a shopping cart at Whole Foods in Devon. That was Nolan's former employer and one of the few places Teresa could take Regal because of his sensory issues. Teresa would roll Regal up and down the aisles for hours. Last Sunday, just hours after his personal story hit Amazon and Walmart, Regal moved to Tulsa. The toddler, afraid to leave his house, flew 1,278 miles to begin his college adventure. At the virtual release party for his mom's book, he vowed to work hard in college, on his social life, as well as on academics. I'm ready to go the distance, Regal declared. Teresa Noy has gone the distance, too. It wasn't easy, and it took years. But she's learned to let go of her expectations, embarrassment, and disappointment, and appreciate Regal as a gift with talents that just needed to be drawn out. Her book, she hopes, will inspire other moms of special needs kids to do the same. Teresa Noy's book, Hello Autism, How to Love, Like, and Learn from Your Special Needs Child, is sold on Amazon, Walmart, and Barnes & Noble, and is available on Kindle. Is someone up there mad at us? Downgraded to a tropical storm. Was that why Isaias was so miffed? The storm, formerly known as Hurricane Isaias, pummeled the main line on August 4th, deluging us with six to eight inches, equal to more than seven feet of snow, downing trees and power lines and forcing water rescues everywhere. There were 110 water incidents in Tredifferin alone, including a rescue from fast-moving floodwaters at Glen Hardy and Richards Road. The car's two occupants had to climb on the roof and strap on life jackets before Berwyn Fire Company moved them to safety. The quiet, Tredifferin neighborhood Summerhill had an especially hellish time, losing power and water and flushing toilets in the same week. In this summer of our discontent, storms are flooding our basements 
ravaging our yards, and spoiling our food. Even newer subdivisions with underground wires are no longer immune to the nasty whims of Mother Nature. In Lower Marion, rescue crews from Gladwin and Marion Fire Companies saved a woman trapped in her car in a low-lying area of Penn Road near Winwood Road. And in Radnor, activist Gail Morrison is circulating a petition urging township officials to, quote, take a new approach on stormwater flooding. By Morrison's count, August 4th marked Radnor's eighth dangerous and damaging flood event in 10 years to trap people in their cars and homes, cut off vehicle access to whole neighborhoods, and prompt dozens of 911 calls. The bicycling death of a beloved Paoli man. No word yet on whether charges will be filed against the driver, reportedly young, whose car hit and killed Michael Hackman from behind as he bicycled on Providence Road near Radnor Hunt last month. Willistown detectives will huddle with the Chesco DA once, quote, all the physical evidence, interviews, and contributory factors are gathered and consolidated, Willistown Police Chief Bob Klinger tells Savvy. In the meantime, Klinger urges drivers and cyclists to be extra careful. Rural roads like Providence Road have limited sight distances due to environmental effects like curves, hills, shadows, weather, time of day, which may impact the visibility of pedicycles to approaching motor vehicles from behind, from cross streets, and from driveways, he said. Drivers and cyclists need to eliminate distractions and concentrate on driving safely, says Klinger. Hackman, age 64, was struck around 7.40 p.m. and died from massive head trauma at Paoli Hospital. A recreational cyclist who played competitive soccer into his 50s, Hackman was a community leader in Chester County's fight against homelessness and was director of education at the Uncommon Individual Foundation based in Devon. Earlier in his career, he worked with the Philadelphia Prison Society and Big Brothers Big Sisters of Greater Philadelphia. He was a father to me, wrote Frank Clement in his online obituary. The two met in the Big Brothers program when Clement was in high school. They stayed close for decades. Jinjing is off and running in Bryn Mawr. Assuming they can get the food out faster, Jinjing should be a solid hit. The successor to Yang Ming opened last week. Team Savvy's Ali McBride ordered a mix of dim sum, General So's chicken, and lo mein. It was all great and more authentic and less fancy than Yang Ming, she said. Think chicken feet instead of crab cakes. The family's favorites, the chive dumplings and the General So's which had less batter and coating than Yang Ming's. I thought it was better, McBride says. The biggest hiccup? Service. When Chris McBride arrived to pick up the family's food ordered online, the kitchen hadn't even started making it. Whoops. Jin Ding is at 1051 Conestoga Road in Bryn Mawr and open daily, noon to eight. Philly cheesesteaks are sizzling in Berwyn. Sorry, Pats. The king of steaks now reigns in Berwyn, not South Philly. Philly Cheesesteaks opened last week next to Frankie's Fellini Cafe. And ding, 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 we have a winner. First, the ingredients are cut above. Tender ribeye steak is sliced in-house. Chicken is freshly sliced from all-natural, no antibiotic chicken breast. Cheeses are real, no processed cheese food, except for the obligatory whiz on the eagle's steak. 
A secret South Philly source supplies rolls that miraculously hold mounds of meat and don't get soggy. And burgers are hand-formed, 100% black Angus patties served on brioche buns. Pats and Genos are overrated, says Philly cheesesteaks owner Alex Zagel, who was born in Cairo, Egypt, and moved to the U.S. to become a commercial airline pilot. Zagel worked in restaurants beginning 20 years ago, ditched plans to fly for Egypt Air, and eventually opened Philly cheesesteaks in Collegeville and Royersford. He and his wife and two children have lived in Phoenixville for 15 years. The main line has been a fascination for me, Zagel says. It's an honor to come here. He signed the lease in the teeth of the COVID shutdown on April 20th. Instead of scaring him, the pandemic gave him, quote, more motivation to do this while everything is so negative. I believe I can make something positive out of this. I can always say I opened during the hardest time possible. Steaks and hoagies are all served on 12-inch rolls and run $8.99 to $10.99. We tried the Eagle's cheesesteak, go birds, uh, grilled onions, bell peppers, mushrooms, and whiz, and ordered our chicken steak with provolone, mushrooms, grilled onions, and hot peppers. So good. A side toss salad, $7.99, was fresh and big enough to share. The menu also includes assorted fries, sides, wings, salads, hoagies, and wraps. Philly Cheesesteaks is at 676 Lancaster Avenue, Berwyn, next to Fellini's. Order online, in person, or give them a call. Suddenly chic, above-ground swimming pools. With pools requiring reservations and masks, savvy families are beating the heat in their own backyards. Take the Johnsons, who ordered a 12-foot by 24-foot pool from Walmart for their Valley Forge yard back in April. Did they ever think they'd put an above-ground pool in their million-dollar neighborhood? Never, says Amy Johnson. But we love it. Basketball is the most popular game, and we have water aerobics in the a.m., napping in late afternoons. In Bryn Mawr, Ted and Misty Dahmers bought a 15-foot by 15-foot blow-up pool that takes up their entire backyard. Their kids... Isaac and Hannah are often splashing around, but their parents use the pool plenty. It's a great way to stay outside and socially distance with neighbors, says Ted Dahmers. Above-ground pools are such hot commodities, sellers can't keep them in stock. But buyer beware. Scammers are luring folks with prices too good to be true for pools that never arrive or show up different from the one you ordered. Mainline chick making waves this summer. With nothing but time and nowhere to go, student bands are graduating from their parents' basement. The Mac Bros released its first album June 26th, and their single Mainline Chick is getting airplay on Q102 and thousands of downloads. If you can get past the stereotypes and translate the jargon, it's pretty darn clever. She a mainline chick and her daddy really rich, got a nanny in the crib, a 5% tint on the whip. Ask your kids if you don't know what it means. Oh my god, I love the Mac Bros. White cheat with a top down. White hair last year was brown. I just wanna roll with her till the sundown. Maybe see her up a western down. Do she got a man? Do she got a plan? Where she go to school? Do she got a tan? I know she a girl that's down to have a good time. Cause she from the mainland. She from the mainland. The Mac Bros are actually cousins. 
Will McElwee, who's St. Joe's Prep 20, Clemson 24, Johnny McElwee, EA 19, Clemson 23, and Joey McElwee, Malvern Prep 20, High Point U 24. Influences range from Metallica and Michael Jackson to John Mayer and Cool in the Gang, says Will's mom, Fran McElwee. There are moments of old-time R&B that really grab you, Fran says. The songs are incredibly catchy, especially Mainline Chick, if she does say so herself. With everything shut down, the Mac Bros haven't performed anywhere yet. But give them time. Over in Lower Merion, without a map, hopes to get on the rock map one day soon. Started by then-Lower Merion high school sophomores Benji Elkins, Ben Martyr, and Jack Nicoletti, without a map, released a classic rock album in March and is due to drop another one any day. Worth a listen, their new single, Change the Tide. It's the band's first stab at heavily synthesized indie rock. And I've been watching from a distance Hearing the ocean roar from the land You're like an ocean wave Intangible to hold But there's nothing that I hear for more than you All I get are little drops of mist and breezes cold and the sight of blue I know the stars This and that COVID closure alert After filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, Lord and Taylor will stay put in King of Prussia, but won't reopen in Balakinwood. Also out in KOP, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse and Lane Bryant. Other notable closures, Philadelphia Sports Club in Radnor, Mainline Adult Daycare at Bryn Mawr Presbyterian Church, Skirt's Center City Boutique, and Wells Fargo Bank's Chesterbrook Branch in October. Count on more closures next month. Ugh. Hope you didn't get too used to the free pandemic parking in Ardmore and Bryn Mawr. Lower Marion is now enforcing all meters, kiosks, and permit parking. As always, parking after 6 on Saturdays and all day Sundays is free. Speeding has surged during the pandemic, and local police are on it. Mainline Townships announced a crackdown on aggressive and distracted driving through Sunday, August 23rd. The Radnor High School Raider, the name and mascot and Native American imagery associated with it, is ruffling feathers in Radnor. At a special school board meeting, folks spoke for and against the Raider for four hours. The board will reconvene to decide the Raider's fate. Chesterbrook residents are crowing. According to Niche Media, Chesterbrook is, get this, the best suburb to live in America in large part due to its A-plus schools, low crime, and high quality of life. Niche says the next best place in PA is Penwin and then Ardmore. Can we get a meow? Black Cat Cafe in Devon is now an ice cream parlor, too. The cafe still serves breakfast and lunch Wednesday to Sunday with indoor and outdoor seating. But after two every day, it's like Shake Shack. They're open for floats, sundaes, splits, waffles, ice cream, uh, vegan ice cream, water ice, shakes, burgers, gourmet hot dogs, vegan BLTs, salads, and freshly made-to-go dinners. As always, proceeds benefit animals at PALS Pet Adoption and Life Care Society.
New help for parents poised to juggle virtual school days with their own jobs this fall. The Upper Mainline Y in Berwyn will operate small group learning centers to help kids in grades K to 6 finish schoolwork, stay fit, and be social. The centers operate weekdays 7.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. with optional aftercare. Financial help is available. Drug overdose deaths continue to trend downward in Chester County. Victims of accidental ODs remain 82% male, but ages are ticking up. Almost half of those who died were over age 45. Well, what do you know? New retail is headed to King of Prussia Mall. Aesop Personal Care Products, Haritzia Women's Fashions, Hive and Colony Menswear, Moose Knuckles Outerwear, Wacol Intimates and Lingerie, Sally's Beauty, and Buffalo Wild Wings Sports Bar. It'll be interesting to see if our mega mall is as bulletproof as many have claimed. And finally, This is Main Street. A huge thank you to This is Main Street and Bryn Mawr's AMC Photography Studios for featuring Savvy and allowing us to tell our small business COVID story. The abridged version? Savvy's ad revenue has taken a hit. We ran all of our ads at no charge for two months to give our advertisers a breather. In this time of relative isolation, we believe our mission to keep folks connected to our community is more vital than ever. We appreciate each and every reader, advertiser, and sponsor. Any and all support, gratefully accepted. We need each other now more than ever. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And thanks for listening to our very first Savvy Mainline, the podcast. I'm Caroline O'Halloran.